Welcome to the Building Interest Podcast presented by LeaderBank, a series of free-flowing conversations on a wide range of banking and money-related subjects. We're here to discuss all the issues that impact your financial future. Want to buy a home, start a small business, secure your financial future, or maybe you want to maximize your savings ability or get your budget in order. We can help. Our talks with experts and influencers across the world of banking will set you in the right direction. I'm your host, Scott Barboza. Let's get to it. It is my distinct pleasure on our first episode of our podcast to have our president, Jay Tooley, with me here at our Seaport branch. Jay, this is such an exciting opportunity. I know we were just talking offline. You've done a couple podcasts before, but this is the first bank podcast. I mean, how excited are we? To awesome. Be <laughs> yeah. I never thought we'd have a leader bank podcast, Scott. So this is great. I'm excited. Reach for the stars and we'll see where we end yeah. up. But I mean, Jay, part of the reason why we wanted to do this this year in particular, this is the 20th anniversary year of the bank. This is a really tremendous uh, opportunity to talk about the accomplishments of the organization. I really want to get at this uh, from a little bit of a personal perspective too, to talk about, you know, part of what is so interesting about Leader and its progression as as an institution is that this is really a family-based atmosphere, whether you're talking about, you know, coming into one of the branches and talking to one of our, you know, bank attendants or, you know, going all the way up to you and your father. Um, just on a, on a broad stroke, the 20th anniversary of this organization, uh, talking about a year that we're coming off of exponential growth. Uh, has this exceeded perhaps your expectations in, in some ways perhaps? Oh, it's it's exceeded, you know, our wildest dreams. I mean, I remember being on the dinner table when I was uh, home from college, mm-hmm. you know, and um, my dad would sometimes talk about this idea. He had to start a bank. And so it was it was it was like, okay, yeah, maybe that will happen, maybe it won't. <laughs> And so now to be sitting here 20 years later, um, you know, the bank started with six and a half million assets, a handful of uh, team members, and um, now we're three billion in assets, 422 team members, um, more importantly, still going strong after 20 years. And I think, you know, for me, um, seeing the longevity of this is so satisfying Mm -hmm. because to be able to do something for this amount of time it, it really takes uh, a lot of passion from the whole team. Mm-hmm. You know, it's rare that an organization lasts this long and is still going strong right. and excited, right. Right. you know, and so it, it's, it's amazing. It just, it means so much to me and I'm, I'm still so excited to come to work every day. We don't want to be too analytical about things, but really when you go through the picture of, of the growth that has occurred in the bank, especially in the last couple of years here, even in, you know, the height of the pandemic in 2020, Leader has really grown by leaps and bounds. Yeah. Um, talk about, you know, how, how much of a challenge was that to the team, but also how rewarding is it as we're moving into, you know, uh, I know everybody likes to use the word the new normal, but uh, I feel like the new normal for Leader Bank is, is really uh, entering into a new era as well. Totally. The pandemic started a whole new chapter at Leader, I would say. Um, so some interesting statistics are 40% of our team members mm-hmm. joined since the pandemic. So so That's we're essentially <laughs> a new company since the pandemic yeah. started. Yeah. And um, we've basically doubled in size since the pandemic started. Mm-hmm. 
So uh, what's interesting about that is we've really taken this as an opportunity to redefine the organization and redefine the culture and the brand. Mm -hmm. And it's mm -hmm. not that we're doing anything different per se, but I think we're uh, formalizing what we're at the roots and the fabric of the company. Mm -hmm. So we spent a lot of time last year and this year uh, thinking about culture mm -hmm. and brand. And I think the right. reason that's really important is when, when you have a distributed workforce that's right. primarily right. working remote, these types of things are, are really important. And even more so, 40% of the folks have never been in person to meet everybody right. else. Right. So how we communicate and uh, distinguish ourselves as a, as a brand is really important. The, the other thing that's been really fascinating is because of the remote from work, um, it, well, let me back up. I would say one of, mm -hmm. one of our advantages as a company, I believe, mm -hmm. is that we're really nimble. And we have an entrepreneurial spirit. Right. So right. when there's shifts in the market or there's big things that change, um, I think we do a really good job of reacting very quickly. Mm -hmm. And going remote was one such big change. Right. Right. And um, with that, we were able to throw out uh, a traditional uh, work barrier we had which is um, only recruiting people in our backyard in Boston. Right, right. And so what we saw as Being we were- able to expand that Yeah, scope. as we were working yeah. remotely and we started recruiting people from all over the country. We mm -hmm. have folks in 20 states now. We saw that we could not only be more productive, but we could get really specialized talent. Mm -hmm. So a combination of all these things have really propelled the organization the last yeah. couple of years. But one thing that I think is also equally as important remained, even though as the workforce is transitioned to be more remote, it's still very much a family tight knit. Uh, I mean, aside from the residential lending business, there's also you know community, a real tie to the community throughout the branches, and in uh, really being ingrained into those local communities around the greater Boston area. Absolutely. I mean, um, I think we. You know, authenticity as one of our brand pillars. Yeah, right. And so, um, I I look at the culture that we have as something that's really prioritized is our authenticity as as humans, as members of a community, mm -hmm. as family. You know, me and me and my dad. Um, but I think the longevity of uh, the organization and the uh, family kind of imprint from the beginning mm -hmm. has lasted in building the values right. that, and how we serve our clients and the kind of long-term focus. I think uh, another kind of like benefit of what, what you're just describing on the kind of family structure side is we're a private bank. Um, there's not a lot of them out there. Right. So when we right. make decisions, we can really think really long-term right. for what's best for the client. Right, right. Um, we got into it a little bit, but uh, especially in the last year when we're talking about you know growth, uh, what is your biggest accomplishment that you perhaps take away? I know this might be a tough question, but in the last year, um, what do you think is the biggest accomplishment that this organization has worked toward in the last year? I, I think the um, the biggest accomplishment, I, I think, is despite all the growth, our client service levels have increased. And I think that's a really right. hard feat. You, right. Usually... Right. With a lot of growth, you take uh, a little setback right. in client service. And in our case, our NPS scores are up. We're actually innovating on new ways. Um, 
to exceed client expectations. Mm-hmm. And so what's interesting about that is is by achieving those, I actually am observing um, really high passion in our team members. Right. Like they're really right. excited to be here. Right. They're really excited to do what they're doing. Right. And so it's just like virtuous cycle. So that that's not something I would have expected. And it sort of just happened organically. I think it's a real mark of that as we were setting up for this this morning, uh, seeing the, the staff, our, our crew members come in this morning and like everybody had such a, we're taping this on a Monday morning, everybody had a really positive, upbeat. Uh, sometimes you don't see that in, in yeah. corporate culture, right? You're coming in on a Monday and it's, it's a little gray outside. We're in the middle of winter here. So I think that really speaks very much to like we talked about before the, the brand pillar yeah. and how much of a, an important uh, piece of the puzzle that is. Um, I, I do want to take uh, you know just a, a beat here to talk about the genesis of Leader as a whole, beginning as a you know a residential mortgage uh, organization, and then you know moved into uh, Leader as it is today. That is you know equal parts uh, when we get into all the different facets: uh, commercial lending, uh, small business lending. I mean, a tremendous amount was obviously done during the pandemic through PPP loans, uh, really helping again that. Uh, the local workforce uh, get out there and remain vibrant. Um, was that uh, kind of a methodical approach? Uh, t- take the uh, listenership, uh, people mm-hmm. that might not be familiar with the organization, how really all the pieces came together under you know Leader as we know it today? Yeah, great, great question. Um, <clears throat> so I think when, when you have a new entrant, well, let me back up. So in as far as banking goes, although we're 20 years, we're still the baby. You right. know, most right. banks been around Are hundreds of a years, little, right? A while. <laughs> so we're still we're still the baby, and um, in in most mature industries, when a new entrant comes, right. usually uh, the way they make their mark is they pick off a slice of the business right. that is not so integrated. So if you take financial services and you look at uh, mortgages, you look at student loans, you look at credit cards, and now you even look at payments. Mm-hmm. Right, you'll see right. very specific players who've come in and owned those facets, right. Right. and the reason is they're not really integrated. The the thing that holds is like commercial lending, commercial banking, because it's a very right. integrated right. Exactly. kind of relationship banking yep. thing. So when we came, uh, we really focused on residential lending. We still do today, but that is that was a uh, slice that you could kind of focus on mm-hmm. that that is not integrated and it was maybe forgotten or uh, a stepchild of mm-hmm. a lot of the banking business models. Mm-hmm. During the financial crisis, um, going back to the piece about being nimble, right. yeah. um, sort of mortgages became like a dirty word, right? Right. There was all this, the housing crisis and things like that. So over the course of a year, um, we we grew our residential lending business like tenfold. And so now we've used that as a platform to grow the rest of the bank. We right. keep keep focused, focusing and growing on that. But as the bank matures, we've used the opportunity to build out the deposit network, our business banking capabilities, our right. commercial lending right. capabilities, and uh, things like that. Now, obviously, we've maintained our identity as, uh, like I said, a community bank, but really, uh, there's some really exciting things going on in in recent months, uh, in the last year. Partnerships really kind of taking on a more national scope. I don't view it as just sort of um, the local town, you know, where an organization's headquartered, right? right? Communities have different... different facets right and and when I think about um, being community oriented and giving back to your community I really view it as the organization having a soul right something right. beyond just I think that's, that's making money yeah. and um, 
And so the, the definition of our communities will change over time. When we started and we were just a very local neighborhood bank, yeah. then that neighborhood was our community. And it still is. But as we've grown, we've added more communities. Right. 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 And so you have to kind of look at all the different communities you have and what you do for all of them. For you and your family, do you, uh, you know, I think sometimes in life, uh, like anything else, mileposts give us kind of a, an opportunity to reflect and look back. Uh, again, how, how often do you and your dad and your family, like, uh, how often does that happen? And just kind of think like, wow, like, we're, we're here. Yeah, I, re- I remember, um, and we have different moments. It's a good question. I remember this one moment when um, my dad was getting some award and together we were going in Boston up this elevator. And I asked him, I said, you know, and, and so my dad's background is, you know, he came from India in 1978, from yeah. a village in India. You I know? Mean, yeah. So I remember asking him, I said, did you ever imagine like it would come to this? Right. You know, and he looked at me, he's like, no, I never imagined. So for me, that, that was an aha moment um, uh, to watch him be, be like, you know, reflecting back. Um, that's, that's powerful. I mean, that's, that's a true American story yeah. at, its, at its finest, really. Yeah, yeah. It, it's, um, and and I, I think the other interesting thing for me as an observer is, you know, he's not a traditional banker. Mm-hmm. You know, I think in many cases, um, he's kind of an outsider to the banking industry. Mm-hmm. You know, even though I've been doing this 15 years, I don't really view myself as a banker. I view myself as an entrepreneur that happens to be banking, you know, um, but yet we, we do reflect on it from time to time. Yeah. Um, probably like like everyone in in the world, you know, you don't reflect enough. You don't take <laughs> enough time to sit back and when you're going through it, it comes fast and furious. You just keep thinking yep. about the next thing. But I, I think when there's opportunities to be with the whole team right. and see how much the team has grown, that right. you, you really can't help but be like, Wow, you know, and reflect yeah. on that. How how challenging has it been or how easy has it been uh, considering the amount of growth in, in headcount and in, in, uh, team members uh, to, to kind of really keep that special sauce going and, and if you could take a minute to talk you know to the to the workforce too to you know uh, how vital a part of that journey have have they been in really realizing that dream oh I mean the the team is the whole thing you know and I think Every time we've had fundamental changes in our slope of growth, Mm -hmm. it's because of how we've either added to the team or have gotten the team to work together towards a common mission, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, So when I, if I, sometimes I talk to startup leaders or other people, and the the whole thing I'm always say is like, as a leader, all your time should really be focused on talent. Right. How to get talent, how to nurture talent, how to identify talent when it's not in the right seat and move it to the right seat. I mean, that's the right. whole thing. Right. That's so right. um, the team. The team is hundred uh, percent the reason why we are right. where we are. Right. The the thing that I've had as a learning is, well, if that's the case, why would um, a good team member want to work with me? Right. And so the, the learning I've had over the last couple of years, especially since the pandemic, is that we as senior leadership have to keep evolving ourselves. Mm-hmm. We have to keep growing mm-hmm. so that um, we have something to offer 
those who work with us. Right. You know, right. otherwise, like they'll pick somebody, someone else to work right. with that can they can learn more from. Right. Right. So um, that that's not something you learn in school and stuff like it, that. And, <laughs> and it's like almost like the learning just keeps going and going, and you have to stay stay with it. It's evolving, ever evolving. Yeah. Uh, you know, before we go here, Jay, and again, thanks for your time. I think this is, you know, such a great kickoff to everything that we're going to be offering here and getting into all the different facets of the bank and, and really trying to make this uh, a thoroughly engaging and informing, uh, you know, offering. There's a ton of podcasts out there. We understand that, but we really want to bring a different value to folks. Where do you see it going? You know, we're 20 years. Where do you see this 40, 50 years? Yeah, Scott, what I'm <laughs> really um, excited about as a potential opportunity mm -hmm. is if we keep on our current path um, to become, you know, Boston or New England's homegrown leading financial services company. Mm -hmm. if, if you look in our marketplace, a lot of the biggest banks, biggest mortgage lenders, biggest credit card issuers, mm -hmm. they're national brands. Right. Um, and they are, uh, you know, they're not necessarily focused on this specific, you know, right. community, right. Right. and I think if if we have that ability to be Boston's own, um, with our client service values, mm -hmm. being transparent, being able to think long term, mm -hmm. I mean that's super exciting. Right, right. Ultimately, at the end of the day, it does come back to client service, right? Absolutely. Uh, Jay, I want to. Again, thank you for your time. Uh, we're trying to do a little something different here. I hope that everybody out there joins us on this crazy journey as we go through uh, unearthing and turning over rocks in the world of, of personal finance, banking, investing. Uh, this is super fun. Jay, thanks so much for being a first part of this and thank super you. happy to have you thanks, here. Thanks, Scott. Thanks again, Jay. For more information on today's subject, visit leaderbank.com. In addition to past episodes, you can also find our corresponding blog entries there for more insights. This podcast is a production of LeaderBank NA, equal housing lender, member FDIC, NMLS number 449250.